This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, we're joined by our pals George and Mike, two of the minds behind Detroit's number one pop culture convention, Astronomicon. With the show just days away, we'll get a peek behind the curtain and discuss all facets of being in the event business, and it starts right after this break. Welcome to the Time Blaster Toycast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster toy line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dave at Matthew Priest on social media, and we are ALIVE alive and kicking with the following toy cast, which is a special edition scheduled for a 60-minute time limit. Introducing first, your hosts. They're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare of figures with actions. Let's crack open a cold one. Because they are your reigning, defending, toy cast tag team champions of the world at Retro KO Joe. At Time Blaster Toys, Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast. Okay, are we ready for this, guys? I'm ready. So we got a big episode on our hands. We're going to be talking Astronomicon with our pals, George and Mike, in a minute. But before, guys, before we get too deep, is it review time, Joe? Oh, baby, it's review time. And we have one left via Apple podcast from Nicholas42, and it reads, Man, this episode was fantastic, and it led me to reaching out on Marketplace for the football toy box. Since I moved to Clarkson, I have not been able to get into the shop as much as when I lived in Farmington, but the times I've been there, Keith has been awesome to work with on my trades and stuff and has always given me a fair number and value. The store is great, but this podcast is always a fun time with nostalgia. Love to work, fellas, and I continue to listen. From Nick. Okay, thank you, Nick. Appreciate you, Nick. And the fact that we somehow played a part in a man reconnecting with the Little Tykes football toy Dude, box. Look what you started over there <laughs> with your football toy box. <laughs> I'm about to go on Facebook and get one for myself. Put right. it in the shop, man. The thing was iconic. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really great, guys. And, hey, so this is the last pod of our first year, right? Next week man. is the one-year anniversary of the podcast, the birthday bash. Time flies, fellas. I know. It feels like yesterday, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a fun one, but uh, what better way to close out the year than bringing in a couple of guests? Let's do it. All righty, folks. Now making their way to the Time Blaster Toycast aisle. Today's guests are bringing over 15 years of live event experience to the program. Hailing from Livonia, Michigan, by way of Magic Ninja Entertainment, please welcome maestro managers of bands, certified CEOs, and bona fide booking agents. They are the torrentially, tremendously titillating tour managers, the crown princes of pop culture conventions and the Einsteins of Astronomicon. Please welcome George and Mike. Hey guys, how, how, how about that intro? Do you feel hyped? Like Are you guys hyped this morning? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I want to get him for more. <laughs> <laughs> should come do our stuff with us. Gladly. <laughs> yeah, guys. So Astronomicon, huh? We're what? Just a week away. Later this week, going to kick off. Two weeks. It's going to be great, huh? Two weeks? One week? I've lost we count know, of the huh? days. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my calendar. It's March March third through the fifth. Uh, the weekend. First weekend in March. Yeah. March okay. Third yes. through the fifth. Uh, you guys have like the whole View Asco View Askew universe uh, on hand this year. Kevin Smith, Jason Lee, and the rest of the crew, wrestling legends like Trish Stratus, horror icons like Doug Bradley, aka Pinhead, and the guy who strikes my fancy, John freaking Lovitz, is going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. That is exciting. That's a little sleeper, I think. All taking place, Livonia, Michigan, Burton Manor. Guys, I mean, how does this all come together? How do how does one get a convention? Uh, get into the convention business, I should oh, say. Oh, wow. Where do we start, Mike? Don't. That would be my <laughs> advice. Um, no, I mean, Twisted had been guests at... Um, I mean, Twisted goes back as far as being a guest at uh, Wizard World in mm -hmm. Philly 
in 2005 or six, right? So they had dipped their toes, uh, met some celebrities um, throughout their years of what they do. Uh, Mick Foley was a friend. Jason Muse was a friend. Uh, the late Sid Haig was a friend. Um, and so we started doing horror in 13. We okay. were invited to some horror conventions, Days of the Dead, uh, Walker Stalker, which was pretty massive. And they, in creating Magic Ninja Entertainment, they also saw a vision of we could do this too. Mm -hmm. And I remember at the office one day, they literally said, we're going to do a horror convention. And I said, what does that mean? Yeah. And then they looked at George and I and they said, you're going to do a convention. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. That means you're doing it. <laughs> um, and so it really became just um, a, a vision in our minds of what we thought it would look like. Yeah. And then we went to a bunch of conventions promoting and kind of just watching what we enjoyed, what, what made sense, what brought in people. And we presented that as Astronomicon 1 in mm -hmm. 2018 in Sterling Heights. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and it's grown so much. It may, you know, it's more than a horror convention, right? It's a pop culture convention. Dave, just rattle off a list of, uh, you know, attendees and like John Lovitz. You know what I mean? Like I was watching Wedding Singer this week, guys, yeah. with John Lovitz, and I was getting <laughs> stoked. I'm ready. I'm Absolutely. ready to meet the man himself. Yeah, and I went back and played like the clip of him from Friends, Tartlets. Tartlets, like it's hilarious, and he only needs two minutes to just steal the show, I think. Right. But yeah, it has turned from their vision, which was a massive whiteboard of just words, mm -hmm. which wasn't even meant to take place in Michigan. Really? And their first vision, it was like Denver, Colorado. Oh. Um, and just proximity and like our team and everything. Um, it turned into, yeah, pop culture, which includes horror, which includes wrestling, which are untapped markets in Michigan convention scenes mm -hmm. that our fans love. So we love, and we know that anything we're into, we find that the fans are into, right? So like this store, right? Inside this store, I would spend two hours, so I know that other kids would too. Um, and so that's what Astronomicon <laughs> truly is. It's like what we enjoy in our minds, just in person. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all... We all grew up in the 80s and 90s so it, it seems like when you have your guests every year it hits her and this convention has spoke to me for years with past guests i like how you, you mentioned the horror and the um wrestling but music big part you guys have a big music background obviously but you guys have had Corey taylor from slipknot spencer turners from ice nine kills oh, yeah. you guys have tapped into a market where there are no there are no music conventions and that's a big crossover too so, 100%. You know, and I guess coming from the music background, has that been the easy part of it? Uh, I wouldn't say easy. I would say more that we know how to operate on tour. We know how to operate concerts and live events. So we're like, why not bring that element to Astronomicon? So whether it be the late night concerts or it be the... Um, the guests that you just mentioned. This right. year we're doing Blothar from Guar. Yeah. yeah. So he'll be coming. And um, in addition to everything else we do, we also make toys. So Knuckleheads Toys has a Blothar toy, and that made us be like, we should we should bring Guar, mm -hmm, and start right. with him and see see how it does. And what perfect band to have toys and Guar? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. So music wise, that's been our thing for it's been Twisted's thing for thirty years, and Mike and I have been working with Twisted for ten years. So the music side is we we had to bring it in somehow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so the Knucklehead Toys, what other what other toy lines do they do? Are you familiar with them, Keith, Joe? Have you guys heard of Knucklehead Toys? Um, I've heard of the name, but... So in addition to, of course, Twisted, okay. we've done uh, Guar, we've done Art the Clown, Terrifier. Who mm -hmm. else, Michael? Uh, we did one for John Five, who is now with Motley Crue, formerly of uh, Rob yeah. Zombie. Uh, we did one for Jelly Roll. Uh, we've done Cheech and Chong. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Spencer. So, Spencer from Ice Nine Kills, and his sold through real quick, so... Yeah. You guys gifted me the little Astronomicon astronaut. Yep, we did Ming Chen. Yeah, okay. Ming Chen has his own figure, which you can That's get cool. at Astronomicon from him. Um, and yeah, we did obviously the Astronomicon Astro Andy figure. That's so awesome. Are you guys Knuckleheads toys? <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. There you go. Knuckleheads are right here. A couple Knuckleheads. So let's walk through that. How did you get into that business? Well, that started because Twisted wanted toys. And. In typical fashion, Mike and I are like, well, let's figure it out. <laughs> we couldn't get a license. Just not that we couldn't, just people weren't really into it. And so we, we decided to do it ourselves. And then once we ordered the toys, sold out of the toys, what, overnight that first run? Yeah. Wow. Um, 
it turned into, okay, I think we can do this for other people. Yeah. And here we are. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't realize when you brought me that that you guys actually yeah, produced the toy. Man, you toy. guys do it all over here. <laughs> yep. Sure do. Yep, manufacturing is fun. That's cool. God, that's a whole discussion we could probably have in the future. I'm actually uh, yeah, interested yeah. in that. Um, I think we can keep on that for a second here. So, like, did you have to get it? We had a, a Brandon Braswell from 9 to 5 Warriors. He's creating a toy line. They're kind of similar to, like, food fighters, but they're office supplies that okay. have come to life. So he, had, he told us about a sculptor that he was able to get a hold of how is that something you had to reach out for is get somebody to sculpt these so we started this process in 2015 wow and in 2016 we had our finished sculpt and brian Beatty, who works with the four horsemen Mm -hmm. um he his style is what created our knuckleheads uh stylized figures yeah six inches fully articulated I think there's two, four, six, eight, ten, uh, eleven points of articulation. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so we took his sculpts. We went to the Four Horsemen. Uh, Cornboy created our first prototype. Um, we took that and the files and found a factory and got the molds done up. And then, uh, then we got uh, our first official prototype, you know, pre-production mm-hmm. um, with the paints and, and unpaints and all that, and then moved into production and then created packaging and then put it on a boat. And six <laughs> months later, they showed up. And uh, yeah. But yeah, so so we work with a really good team of people um, for, for the stylized figures. Um, then we have the half pints, which is the ones that you can do for everybody, right? Because it's a lot more economically safe uh, monetarily. Yeah. Um, they're like a four-inch uh, soft PVC. Yeah. Um, and so that's the ones we've done for Spencer and um, Art the Clown has one. Ming Chen, that's what his is. That's what the one we gave you was. Mm-hmm. And those are digitally created by our in-house uh, person, Amanda Orcutt, out of Boston. And she creates all the views and then... They go to the factories, send us samples, and then we go forward. Wow. Awesome. And I believe she's also going to be at Astronomicon. She will be at Astronomicon, yes. So you can meet her and get all your little knuckleheads, half pints, (laughs) signed by her if you so chose. Uh, There you go. That's awesome. So the process of creating a toy, obviously, is is a long, right? There's lots of roadblocks along the way. Guys, what would you say is harder? The process of creating a toy or the process of the, the years of work that goes into making Astronomicon a reality? Astronomicon, yeah, especially <laughs> harder. And the 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 it's the the toy might have been more expensive at the beginning. Mike. Oh, the toys are vastly more expensive <laughs> long term, out of pocket. No, but it's it's the in the unknown is is sure. what you're really battling with any convention, right? Mm-hmm. We're the ones who are silly enough to do it in Februarys yeah. and marches right, right. in Michigan. And so our first year in 2018, there was an 18 inch yep. snowstorm. Yeah. And wow. so we, whoopsie, whoopsie. <laughs> whoopsie. <laughs> One today it's 45. Yesterday it was 20. Yeah. You just can't plan for that really in Michigan. And so um, we were smart enough to bring all the celebrities in the day prior. Right. So Thursday, they're all there. Friday, the snow hits. Well, it doesn't matter. They're just a drive up the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that and, and then obviously things happen. Right. We thankfully, knock on wood, have never missed a show. Um, we happened before, you know, the whole world shut down in 2020 and then figured we could come out of 2021 having one before the end of the year. Um Things still happen. Production schedules. This year alone, Tony Todd was supposed to appear. He had to cancel because of a theatrical uh, gig that he ended up getting. So there's those things that you just can't plan for. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it makes it fun. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's um, it's an event, both both on the production side and for the fans. I imagine it's really fun the day after. Once it's all happened, you can sit back, survey, and just know that you planned a great event. And then what? You get about six hours to soak it in, and then you start the next one. I imagine, or it does it that. never stop? <laughs> no, it never stops because I've already because like the show becomes a monster of its own. And so like even last night, I'm sitting at home, I'm on my emails, and I have agents reaching out like, "Hey, do you have any room for this year?" Well, we're so close. No, I don't. But let's discuss next year. Right. Let me you know itemize my guest list of who we'd like to bring because how do you top this year that'll right, be the right. next yeah. challenge right mm-hmm. and we could so, have next year booked already if we wanted correct. to. correct yeah, yeah if we wanted to 
If we wanted to book everyone who reached out, I could book conventions every month. Yeah. But you want to make sure that we're, um, you know, contouring the show to meet the vision of of the year and and go from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the vision of the year, obviously, as mentioned, Kevin Smith and his whole, the whole crew's there. If you're a fan of Clerks, Mallrats, Dogma, uh, what else? Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot. Clerks two and three. I mean, like any any of Jay and Silent Bob movies, any Kevin Smith movie, even Yoga Hosers has some representation uh, yeah. this year, which I was happy to see with his daughter there. So I mean, you guys have everybody that you can that you that starred in these movies, with the exception of Damon and Affleck, but maybe one year. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and, and from a wrestling standpoint, like this year, we went for an ECW reunion, yeah. right? Yeah. So we've got Sabu, Sandman, Rhino, Devon Dudley, which I think is. Never been represented at Astronomicon, yeah, and so it's a new thing for the wrestling fans to see. Yeah, um, and Rhino too, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, I think that that's fun. And if you notice, all of the horror actors are all character actors, right? So you've got Killer Clowns, Sam from Trick or Treat, Pinhead, and the Nun, right? They're they're all kind of iconic characters, as opposed to like face characters like the chicks who get murdered or yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that yeah, yeah. So you're gonna see more at the horror convention this is great probably for photo ops too correct blowthar from war oh yeah, as yeah. Mentioned. i mean this is it's a it's a spectacle it is a spectacle i went to astronaut i went to two of the astronomicons before the pandemic um and yeah that you just walk in and from the cosplay which is a big part of it the ghostbusters you guys had there i mean it is an absolute spectacle when you walk in and you just see everything there's so much color it's bright, it's vibrant. Your social media team does an awesome job. I mean, I, that, that's what hyped me up. I'm like, this screams to me. This appeals to me. <laughs> social media team standing right here. Great job, <laughs> fellas. It, it's awesome. It's because especially I don't know if it was four, but the way you did the reveals, it was like that guest reveal every Monday, and it's coming up, and you hyped it up, hyped it up, gets you stoked. I mean, it's it's someone who coming from being inside of the wrestling business, and my background is like, all right, I'm I'm excited for this. Like, you're yeah. getting me hyped. We for this. we used a lot of what we do in the music side with the convention side, mm-hmm. and I think that helped Mike and I, as it well did. as the rest of the team. Yeah, because we noticed a lot of conventions weren't weren't even aside from paper flyer. That's all you really got. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and a website to look at the vendor list. But no, it's it's awesome. I mean, go to astronomicon.com. You can spend an hour on that site just going to the different things and looking at all the guests and the, the depth with the panels and everything you guys have gone on. So the panels is a big part of it. What are some people can expect? And how does that come together, putting a panel for a convention? Well, this year we have the help of Ryan Downey, who's been a complete angel. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. the not, is he the NotFest guy? He is from yeah. NotFest. So yeah. Ryan... Um, and actually, Mike, you would know more than me. I have, they have a cheat sheet here. For the uh, so in the previous years, the panels have been simply me going, for instance, uh, Kevin Eastman. So that's all it would say. And it would be Kevin Eastman has a panel because that's who you're talking to. I, I appreciate that. I, it's all up here. But uh, we worked with Ryan Downey at another convention this past August. And his way of seeing things and putting them together he knows in advance what he thinks would be fun and because he does interviews and this type of media for a living i trust him yeah and watching the interviews and the panels that he put together at the previous convention i just gave him free reign right so i said we're going to do this many panels and so he put together the triple threat which is going to be ari lehman it's going to be the nun and it's going to be sam from trick-or-treat those aren't necessarily three horror character actors you would see together in a panel and so i know that he's got questions that will tie them all together Mm -hmm. he specifically was like should we do something for a different day with kevin smith related so no matter what day you show up you can see something kevin smith so it's friday we've got uh the reboot which is going to be harley quinn and jay muse because they were in the reboot together obviously saturday we're going to headline with clerks three so you've got trevor Furman, austin zager brian o'halloran jeff anderson the four main characters from clerks um and then sunday is going to be Jason Lee, and then he added Ethan Suppley. So it's going to be a My Name is Earl panel. Okay. Um, And so he's kind of already created in his mind what he wants to see, and he's just asking me if it's okay, Mm. at which point I'm like, I'm good. Right. You just (laughs) take the keys, start the car, drive it home, we'll Mm. be fine. Yeah. Um, And so, again, we do have a pretty uh, vast array of different panels. John Lovitz does have his own panel on Sunday. Um, 
And then Doug Bradley has his own panel. Cause there are some that you want to just focus on what they've done in their careers. Trish Stratus has her own panel. The killer one. clans, killer clowns have their own panel. Um, yeah. And so uh, again, I, I think that, uh, there is something for everyone. Um, whether you like wrestling or horror or pop culture or twisted has their own panel to close out the event. Um, it should be a fun, fun time. Yeah. And a couple concerts too, to, to, to go with it. Mm -hmm. okay. a, a big part of Astronomicon, you know, when I go, obviously you're there to meet celebrities and go to panels, but just seeing the vendors, right. Yeah. And the stuff that's for sale is yeah. honestly, that's my favorite part of going to any type of convention is seeing what, you know, what's out there, seeing old toys. Obviously this is a toy podcast, guys. We love toys. We love talking about toys. Um, is there any have you ever seen something maybe at a past astronomicon that a vendor brought that brought back some memory or something that you're like oh dude i gotta take that home with me today for me i think the second year of astronomicon i bought because we we buy a lot of things unfortunately mm. yeah <laughs> that's one of the downfalls of running the convention is oh, we're man, always i'd see that as a spending. benefit <laughs> First um, i bought some photo cells uh used animation from the real ghostbusters right oh, that's yeah. awesome so i have um, a slimer cell and i have one of vankman and i framed them and they're at home in my collection of things that was something that outside of a convention i don't think i'd ever seen yeah. yeah, you know, like you can't just walk into your local toy stores yeah. and and have some sort of true vintage stuff like that. More so used for the cartoon that created the toy line that I yeah. love. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so that was one for me. Obviously, we love Funko Pops, right? Because it's kind of taken over the the kind of now toy. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. With their licenses, it's just insane. Mm -hmm. um, thankfully, Twisted is one of their licenses, and so you can pre-order Twisted's Funko Pop. There's a cheap plug there. Uh, <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, no, and, and it's cool, and and just toys in general for me. You're talking turtles, Ghostbusters, um, vintage stuff. Um, you know, George is more horror, so he always finds anything Wolfman. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say Gremlins too. There we go. But yeah. I'm too all over the place. That's my problem. So yeah. my sickness is I'm everything's nostalgic to me. So I'm like, I remember those McDonald's buckets. I should have them. Oh, there's a gizmo. Oh, I love that Batman. Yeah. And then uh, Mike over here and I'm my like, wife oh. are both like, slow down. <laughs> Take it easy. Because we have an office at the convention together. Uh -huh. And so last year it was overrun with toys. Mm -hmm. And it was like, hey, buddy, you, you might want to <laughs> dial it back a little bit. Yeah. I always tell guys in the shop, it's nice to have rules to your collection, right? Yes, to, yeah. to gotta have rules. I gotta, I gotta otherwise you make a list of rules. Re, re, he's gotta reassess those yes. rules. Yes, exactly. Yes, write them down, man. I'm too scatterbrained. <laughs> so real Ghostbusters is a vintage toy line you're fond 100%. of? 100%, yeah. So um, that's the right one that there. I remember getting. That and Turtles, right, were, were the two for me that like, I still to this day have a VHS of my fifth birthday and being like, Slimer! And just oh, losing that, it, right? That's like, awesome. so that, that awesome. makes it more real for me. I was Egon for Halloween. Okay. I had the Ben Cooper, but I didn't have the, I had the smock, yeah. right? So it was like a, the Ghostbuster logo and on a poncho yeah. with the mask. And um, there's a photo of that that I have at home. And so I went back and repurchased. The mask was easy to find. It was the poncho yeah. that was harder to, to acquire, but I have that at home. And I have like the figures that meant something to me, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they were all from different lines. So it was Lewis Tully from the color changing line. Yep, so I have that. Heroes. Yep, so I have that one like carded. I have the, um, let's see, the Screaming Heroes. I have uh, Vankman, Ray, and Winston. Okay. And then my Egon is the one with the white jumpsuit with the helmet and the little green ghost. I don't Super fright. Yeah. So those were those those are the six I have. And then I was lucky enough to get a uh, Ecto Glow. Ooh. So I have a Winston Ecto Glow on card. I paid forty bucks. Wow. Yeah. What, year, what year was that? Uh, I got it when we were in Philly for the fifteenth anniversary of Freak Show. So two thousand fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's great. Still a great deal at that oh, price. Unbelievable. Yeah. Those, they didn't know what they had. Those things have exploded in the last yeah. few years. That's yeah. cool. So those are all my carded ones that are hanging up. I have my original uh, Ghostbuster house with the box Ooh, okay. that's up on a shelf. It's obviously open out of box. Um, Unreal, right? Once you assemble that firehouse, it's not it, coming it apart. Never, it's never going back in the box. No. No. It's too big, and you cannot you take, can't it take it apart. apart. You're going to you break can't. it. You'll break yeah. the tabs. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was just talking to my buddy about that. Like to get the 
Kenner Firehouse box is pretty rare because once you assemble it, there is no nope. need for this box. You can't put it back in the box. So who would have kept an empty box? I don't have the instructions. Yeah. I don't have the uh, the ectoplasm okay. or the container, sadly. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the, the ectoplasm wouldn't have kept clearly over <laughs> right. 30 years. But, would not have aged well. Yeah, so that's that's my, like, those are my grails to me, right? Because mm-hmm. even though they're, like, 50 to 150 on average, depending on what the figure is, it's not about the value. Yeah. It's about, like... I can show my son, oh, those are dad's toys that he played with, and now here's the open ones that you can play with. Yep. yep. Um, so that means something to me. I'm, dude, I'm right there with you. Exactly. Yep. When my son was born and he started wanting to play with toys, I went back and bought every Counter Ghostbusters figure I had as a kid, and he plays with them all. I mean, it's like the one toy line that I can remember playing with. You know, I'm five years old. All of them, right? Highway Haunter, Car, oh, yeah, Busting. Got that one. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> Granny like, Ghost, which Granny I'm like, this Grove. is the most pointless figure. <laughs> oh, Everybody but it's a grandmother. It it so cheap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the football player, which makes no sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, no, but it, it is cool to, to go back and, and to know that that stuff was mine mm-hmm. and to see him have it, right? Like, the only thing I, for whatever reason, we're getting into wrestling, but I won't let him play with my wrestling figures, <laughs> even though they're in a backpack. Yeah. I just have all my bone-crunching action figures, the last of my Hasbros. I probably have a straggler of an LJN figure. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, just you just stick to that, and, and and I'll keep my stuff. Maybe right. one day he can get to. You can look at them. <laughs> one day we'll, we'll, we'll go through them all. You're right, like, hands off my Justin Hawk Brash. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he keeps asking me. He's like, "Why?" I was like, "Cause Stone Cold said so," and he's lost to that saying. But I'm like, he's one like, "Who is Stone it. Cold?" He keeps asking. I was like, "You'll learn." <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like uh, the vision, uh, a future vision, could be getting uh, you know Dan Aykroyd. Oh, uh, Ernie we tried. Hudson. We tried. <laughs> yeah, we tried to get yeah. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. We have discussed with agents because he is represented by a few people. Dan Aykroyd is vastly harder. I believe it. It yeah. was through Crystal Head Vodka was the only way he would do an appearance. Oh, really? But we don't have a liquor license, so yeah. us buying vodka wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. make sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, trust me. I know Bill Murray's. The goal is there. Possible. Oh, um, yeah, and I now with the imagine. with the movie that just came out, um, you can get Phoebe. Yeah. You can get podcast, and you can get uh, the brother it's Finn. Finn, Finn Wolfhard yeah. from Stranger Things. But he's from Stranger too. Things, so it makes it hard. Be busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. He's like yes. in everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I know because of the business we're in, right? Agents represent or acquire talent, and then you kind of can just discuss. Hey, do you know who reps this person? And then you get passed along, and then you either pull the trigger or you save it for another year. Yeah. So Mike's a big Ghostbusters guy. George, what about you? You got a you got a toy line so, that's really fond. I had to go back, and I guess it would be the uh, oddly <laughs> enough, I'll I'll just pick one of my many in my yeah. head, uh, the Pee Wee Herman stuff. Nice. All the Pee Wee Herman yeah. Playhouse. You, you guys are my guys. Yeah. So I, Michael actually got me the Playhouse. Okay. And once he got me the Playhouse. Sealed in box. Ooh, like, nice. Sealed in box. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, you know what? I have to recollect them all. Yeah. yeah. I have to now. It's, yep. not, it's not that And bad. I it's And I recollected the new Super 7s, too. So I have the Super 7s and the originals. That's great. Yeah. Complete. And that's that's probably my number one number one thing that i love that's, that's awesome, awesome. Yeah. i was so happy when super seven made the reactions and they made that two-pack of uh billy baloney and mm-hmm. uh, who's he with in the two-pack i don't i can't remember it'll um, come to me so billy baloney right that's peewee's little mannequin guy yeah. yep. and he scales perfectly with the matchbox peewee so i ripped that bad boy open my billy baloney sitting on peewee's lap peewee's in cherry in the middle of the playhouse oh, oh that's awesome oh, picture it. perfect it's awesome toy line right so you got them all Got them all. Yeah. I got them all. Lady. You got uh, all Ricardo. Of them. Every one of them. <laughs> Every one of them. Yep. That's great. That's a great toy line. It really is. There's another future vision. Get Paul Rubin. Uh, that is trying. my. Yeah. Oh, that's he's like. Trying. Oh. He's trying. Keep trying, George. This one three years ago. <laughs> uh, it was pre-pandemic. He had uh, a meal <clears throat> and a conversation with the agent. Uh huh. Got the information, and then things obviously didn't work out because of you know the 2020, pandemic. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, but it's worth revisiting. I believe we'll point. go there. Yeah. That would be unbelievable. We'd all be in line. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You get the, what's this, Joe Manganiello, however you say that guy's name. Joe Manganiello. Manganiello, yeah. <laughs> you know, then you could tie, because he's in that new, the new He is in the new one, one yeah. Yeah, and they're good friends. He was on Pee Wee's uh, team for Family Feud. He was oh, a celebrity oh, wow. Family Feud. He Did was like his, the guy right next to him. <laughs> so you book him, maybe if you're in. And so, he likes... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons and fun things. Yeah, yeah, yeah he'd have fun wrestling. there. Yeah. 
big wrestling fan. So, yeah, going back to wrestling real quick, guys. The convention this year, the lineup is pretty stacked, right? You talked about the ECW reunion, but beyond that, you've got Rikishi, you got Trish, Godfather's going to be there. I mean, Papa Shango will be there Papa Friday. Papa Shango yes. will be there. Yes. <laughs> well, the Supreme Fighting Machine. Uh, you, you know what? Kama, <laughs> Kama Mustafa. <laughs> um, no, but wrestling's, uh, again, it's easy for me because, you know, going back to like Ghostbusters, right? Coming out of Ghostbusters, like my, we all, I'm going to say we all in our group of friends grew up in the Attitude Era, yeah. right? So being blessed to be in that era, it was easy to go backwards. And, you know, we probably all got brought up on Hogan and Macho Man and that that stuff. So we, we lived the best eras of wrestling, whether mm -hmm. it was as a child or as a tween or as a teenager or as an adult. Yeah. And so we were lucky enough to work with the WWE directly in 2020 and brought Alexa Bliss, mm -hmm. who is yep. active on TV now, as she was three years ago. Yep. Um, but we've also had a slew of, of I'm just going to say all-stars, but they're superstars. We've had Booker T, Road Warrior Animal, may he rest in peace, Jake the Snake, Brutus Beefcake, Bruce Pritchard, Eric Bischoff, Scott Hall, may he rest in peace, Kevin Nash a um, couple of times. We recently had X-Pac, um, Lita, Gold Dust when he was still with the WWE in character, face painted, ring worn attire. Um, oh, wow, really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. that one. That was That's Astro awesome. two. two. That was yeah. Astro wow. number that was the two. First one I went to. And yeah. so we brought nice. in Dustin Rhodes at the time, you know, yeah. whatever. And I was like, his agent was like, he'll paint his face for the photos. And I'm I'm a little bit more um specific. Yeah. If I we've seen Kane at other conventions, he wears the mask and the hair and whatever. I was like Goldust wearing a t-shirt with his face painted doesn't resonate. Yeah. Uh, is there anything he can do? Bring a jacket, bring a uh, whatever. So he brought one of his ring-worn jackets with the hood, and it snaps up the front, and he put that on for the photo ops. And then, of course, my sister, who's his handler, sends mm -hmm. me a Snapchat of her wearing it. I'm like, you <laughs> son of a bee. <laughs> um, so, so that, to me, is something that we are known for, is taking our photo ops to the next level. Yeah. And just having face paint and a yeah. T-shirt, all of us can do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But having ring-worn attire by the celebrity who is there, it's like you want a picture as weird as it sounds, of Hulk Hogan in the Hulkster shirt yeah. with the yeah, yellow tights absolutely. like he's going to the ring, not wearing a polo like he's coming from brunch. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I think getting those as authentic photos as possible mm -hmm. is something we're pretty good at. And so wrestling, you know, NWO, we made Scott or we made Kevin and X-Pac jerseys that say NWO on them so they can look as close to yeah. what you would have seen back in the day as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what separates your guys' convention from others is yeah. go above and beyond. You know, you're spending your hard-earned money to meet this person. Why wouldn't you want them to look like they do on television? I think it's awesome. And, man, I didn't realize Goldust was – man, I missed out. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah, it's it, 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 like I said, I was there 2019 and 2020, and that was also a snowstorm, 2020 on the way all out. all <laughs> <laughs> um, Ever a thought to change to a different season? It's just tough. So in 2021 when we had McFoley, it was in August in Ann Arbor, and yeah. McFoley did – all three faces of Foley each day. Yeah. So you've got, and he was very authentic too. He had the Cactus Jack shirt. He's got the barbed wire bat. He asked me to put fake blood on him. So he's bleeding in the photos. Nice. And You're like, can do. Right. Like, Absolutely. This was, I was like, someone take my picture. I'm, I'm splashing him. I was like, ah. He's like, get in my eye. I was like, oh, okay, yes, sir. Uh, and then he asked us to get him like a white, you know, dress shirt and a, to ensure that the photos looked right. But yeah, August was too hot. As crazy as it was. Yeah. <laughs> August was too hot for me. Uh, we got to find our sweet spot. But realistically, we like doing it when there's nothing else going on. Yeah. We don't mm -hmm. like to compete with the other Michigan conventions. We're inclusive. I'm friends with 90% of the other promoters. And so we kind of all do it around each other so it doesn't step on toes. Right. Yeah. And that's you got to think about that, not just in Michigan, but when you're booking talent, it doesn't make sense to do Halloween. Everyone's going to do Halloween. And who's right. going to be busy? all the horror actors. Yeah. So we just keep all those things in mind when planning, but you know, I think early in the years are, mm -hmm. I think it's good too. So it's like usually the first convention, major convention of the year mm -hmm. for people too. It's mm -hmm. like, we can go, we can kick the year off. It's far enough from Christmas where people got some money back and you right. know, you can go and start Tax your year. Tax time off. is yeah. coming. Yeah. Yes. Everyone gets their returns and 
spends it on toys. Yes, that's right. Yes, Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so what do we, uh, so Livonia, Michigan, that's been in Livonia the last couple of years, guys. And I, I mean, I thought it was great last year. I toured the whole facility. Really cool. Are you guys satisfied with the building and happy with how things are turning out this year? We are. It's convenient for Mike and I. I think it's convenient for everybody coming. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, we went from Sterling Heights to Ann Arbor to Livonia, so I'm hoping people think it's convenient. Yeah, and it's big enough to where we can have really wide aisles, both mm-hmm. for the convenience of the fans and for anyone who's got any concerns about being too close to people. Still, yeah. Um, you know, you're not you're not going to be tough to pass two wheelchairs down the aisles, right? Yeah. They're ten to twelve to fifteen feet, eighteen feet near the celebrities. <clears throat> um, I just think it's we're not cramming it in. Yeah, you know, we're. we're we could put a lot more vendors in there and kind of take away from the space, but I want it to feel yeah. like you're not crammed because that's one of the biggest things. You go to a convention and you're, um, yeah, you feel like you're being, bucks, yeah, you're right? being herded. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get you're it. Yeah. Funneled <laughs> into something and it's just you, the table, the other person, the table. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do love the venue for that. They're very easy to work with. Um, they get how I do things, which is not normal. Um, you know, if, if this podcast tells you anything, I'm all over the place. Um, but yeah, so so they understand me. So the vision of a layout when you're putting the the convention together, when you're eyeballing, you know, the the hotels, you, you're going to have multiple rooms and things. How does that come together? Have you been when you've been in the same place? Have you changed the layout from year to year? So ex- we changed the layout this year from last in certain areas that because. If you come to Astronomicon as a fan and you leave and you're like, that was awesome, that's the perfect thing we need. Right. Yeah. That doesn't mean me and George don't find things that we think didn't work, mm-hmm. right? Because we're thinking about it from an operational standpoint versus the ease of the fan. So I've already changed a couple of aisles close to the photo ops. We made the photo ops larger because obviously we anticipate as many for Kevin Smith as we had for Corey Taylor. And that line was exceedingly long and wrapped most of the building. Um, So you, in a first year doing anything anywhere, you have to go into it knowing, oh, we might change this, right? Yeah. And so there's things that we did last year that were firsts for us, but were also things we knew could change on the fly. Um, Thankfully, nothing had to be changed in real time. But going into this year, we've already adjusted. Mm-hmm. And putting guests, you try to, you know, you obviously try to keep people together or separate. How do you like to lay your guests out or your vendors? Is there a science behind that? Uh, there is and there isn't. <laughs> so typically we oversell in the vendor yeah. world. Um, and that's due in part to three things. Um, we are nice. Uh, tend to give them away and forget we give them away. <laughs> And That's my whoopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> I wasn't placing claim. Uh, and, and then the third one is 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 just because you never know how many celebrities you're going to get, right? Mm-hmm. So whether the booth is taken by a celebrity or a vendor or an artist, like I mean, right Lauren, now, you could add five more if you wanted to. Right. Like if, <laughs> if I wanted to add vendors, I could add a dozen tonight. And celebrities uh, too. Uh, celebrities too. Yeah. Well, like with Joey Lauren Adams, we've been trying to work with Joey Lauren Adams for like two years, right? Mm-hmm. She's been on our list. We love her. We know that fans will too. We had talked early. We didn't know if she was available. We moved on. Her agent came back a month ago and was like, are we going to talk about Joey? I was like, I thought she's not available. Oh, things changed. (laughs) That's someone that I'm like, let's discuss it further, right? So then I have to readjust what a completed layout was to make sure that I can fit her into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and and vendors change their minds, and some vendors think they have one thing when they have another, and that's why I have paper contracts for everybody. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I thought I had a corner. Well, you didn't check the <laughs> corner box on your paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're really good to everybody. We are typically the most accommodating when it comes to that because I don't want any vendor to leave the show not being happy with anything that we did personally. Um, you know, we provide the people. We provide the space. We provide the, you know... Uh, help if need be and and hopefully everybody does well yeah yeah i know i know a lot of vendors who've been there in the past and they love they look forward to it every year and they're back this year all of them and they and the and the spaces sell out almost instantly because we're loyal to the people who took a chance on us all those years ago right and we keep letting them be the first ones to buy space and they eat up 90 percent of the space nice um which is you know good and bad because you know some people 
want more variety. So then we kind of adjust certain things. And it's good because I don't have to worry about that aspect of it, right? Yeah. Do a, do a quick plug for, for one of them that's closely related to Time Blaster Toys, I believe. Brian Brain. Who designed the T-shirt? It's logo. our first year having him. Yeah, he's I awesome. met him at Motor City, mm-hmm. and again, because we're fans of stuff, yeah, I I go and I do my research. But he was at Motor City Comic Con. We'll give them their shameless plug. <laughs> but I saw he had a custom Halloween bucket, His brain bucket, and I was yeah. like, I was like, I need to know where you got that made. We've been trying. It's a nightmare. How'd you pull it off? And he's like, Aren't you the Astronomicon guy? I was like, Yes. Mm-hmm. He's like. Can I get into the show? I was like, let's trade. <laughs> I'll get you into the show because I know a guy. You give, you me, give me that contact. And he was real cool. And so, yeah, shouts out to him for, for trading some information. That's Because cool. a lot of times when people manufacture, they don't want to give up that info. Absolutely. That's their time yeah. and effort spent. Yeah. But, you know, he his stuff will work for our show oh, yeah. to where I see him coming back every year from now on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hard part is getting in, right? Not staying in. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's like the NWO. Awesome stuff, guys. So, you know, we'll wrap it up pretty soon. Uh, again, the event, looking forward to it. Is there anything that we didn't touch on, guys? Maybe an event or a guest, something that you're especially stoked for, something, a plan that came together this year that you're really, you know, interested in seeing how it plays out at all? John Lovett. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, you should ask. So the biggest question is about Kevin Smith, right? Kevin Smith is our headliner, and he is doing, like, only 200 VIP packages, right? Uh-huh. That's how you get your autograph. However, everyone can meet Kevin. Everyone can simply buy a Saturday ticket and buy one of his dozen photo ops he has. There's a photo op with Kevin by himself. Kevin and Jay. Kevin and Harley. Uh, Kevin, Jay, Jason Lee. Uh, the Clerks four pack, so it's Jason and Kevin and Brian and Jeff, and then there's the six Clerks, where it's all six of the main characters from Clerks, and then there's the Mallrats photo op, where it's Ethan Supley, Jason Lee, Jason Muse, Brian O'Halloran, Kevin Smith. You have, I think, I rattled off at least six different options of right. photos. Yeah. <laughs> you can come take with Kevin, meet him at Astronomicon. And have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the biggest one that people have questions about. But obviously, we have concerts, we have pre parties, there's panels. The world is your oyster for a weekend at Astronomicon. Yeah. So yeah, John Lovitz was was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a big big John Lovitz fan. So there's a game yeah, show every every morning. I wake up and I work, get to work from home a couple days a week. Seven a.m. Funny you should ask on the Game Show Network. John Lovitz on there every day. Always getting me a, starting my day off with John Lovitz. I love it. He's hilarious. So many movies, but with a photo op with John Lovitz, I mean, you, you talked about the different uh, gimmicks and costumes people wear. What, what, what could people expect out of there? John Lovitz know? will just be John Lovitz. <laughs> I mean, so George just recently, because again, his collecting does not have any boundaries. He got baseball cards of John. Tell him what I did to the baseball card. <laughs> what? First, we're okay. So I, I received the mail at the office. I'm so upset. There's a dozen packages that all say George's name. I was like, "This is a problem." You're, uh, you, you have a problem. Had a, he had an intervention. With I was me. like, George. I was like, "We got 13 pieces of mail, and 12 of them were for you for Astronomicon." Um, and so one of them was, he's like, "Well, I got you something," and that's supposed to make it okay. Yeah. Right. Like I got 12 things, but one of them was for you, so it's good. He got, um, what's the character? It's from SNL. It's an SNL trading card of John right. Lovitz as the character with the mustache and the, the funny hair. Can't think of the name. I can't think of the name. Then he got oversized jumbo That's the one I'm thinking baseball of. <laughs> cards, which is John Lovitz throwing out the first pitch in a Cubs game. Oh, Well, he cool. got two of them. One is number 20, which is my birth date. Uh-huh. And he's like, here. And I'm sitting at my desk. And I reach out. And he drops it. And I don't and have it. Do. And it goes straight down, and it dings the corner. And I'm oh, like, no. well, I'll just go on eBay and buy myself a new one because I don't want a ding corner. Uh, but yeah, yeah, this thing won't grade well. No. But John Lovitz, I mean, if we were to do a photo op, you could do, like, my son knows him from bench warmers. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I would go the wedding singer route, yes. and yes. I would have ladies' night what playing in the character. background. Yes. Um, but yeah, no. It, uh, peeking out from a curtain. Right, peeking out from the curtain. <laughs> yeah. like you just see that. Yeah. He's losing his mind, <laughs> and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> a uh, league of their own. A league of their own. Oh, my that. gosh, the mustache. Yes. Yeah. So one of my friends texted me that they are coming dressed as John Lovitz for Astro, <laughs> and I said, you better have that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. He, he is such a... 
I mean, the critic. I would just oh, have him yeah. do cartoons. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that'd be German, awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so John Lovitz is one that like that's like a me and George thing, right? Oh, Where it's yeah. like when I say we think other people will like what we like. Certain times we don't even care. Yeah, like, yeah. If no one else cared about John Lovitz, at least we would have photos yeah, with him, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Sounds but, like John Lovitz might be perfect for a knucklehead's toy line of oh, different man. characters. Oh, of John I'm in. Lovitz. That I'm would in. be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Hold your horses, Jordan. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll take it easy. <laughs> No. Does he have any, does there anything out there with the John Lovitz toy? No. The critic? I couldn't find anything. No, there was no that line t- of SNL specific figures at one point in the late 90s, but Nothing it was probably Lovitz. actual cast members. Yeah. Right? I don't, yeah, I don't know. We'd have to look that up. Sounds like a good opportunity. No, I was looking for stuff. For Jay I looked, right? and I was thinking Little Nicky. Right. Because yeah. he's, a, he's oh, the yeah. big horny bird. Yeah. yeah. And Little, Little Nicky. McFarlane made a line and they of Little did, Nicky. And so I wish yeah, I'd have thought that. May he rest in peace when we had Tiny Lister. Because there is a Tiny Lister figure in the little Nikki line. Oh, man. Because the Zeus figures were way too expensive for me. Yeah. Classic uh, Superstars. Classic Superstars. Still expensive. The Jax yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the time, it was probably 150 I think they've come down. I saw one recently at a show for like 80 90 Yeah. But like, in the moment, you're not thinking, right? Like, mm-hmm. you'd think I would plan this in advance. of like, what am I going to get? <laughs> yeah. Right, There's right. so many other things to worry about. Yeah. Well, guys, we yes. really appreciate your time. Astronomicon is going to be so fun. Can't wait. Uh, March 3rd through 5th. Livonia, Michigan. Again, guys, thanks for being on the show. Any last words, anything that we need to leave the listeners with? Just come on by to Astronomicon. <laughs> Astronomicon. <laughs> Astronomicon. Nice. Yeah, I get your tickets now. <laughs> I, I, do have one, I do have one more question for you guys. It could yeah. be Astronomicon related. It could be not Astronomicon yeah. related again. If you're in Michigan, get there. If you're outside of Michigan and you want to meet some of the people we talked about, get here. Uh, it's March 3rd to the 5th, but... We like to do a top three on the podcast. Oh, we're doing a top three. I think we should do a top three. So I don't know. We I got two options here. Do we want to do like dream guest for a convention, or would we want to do like toy, holy grail toy related thing? What are we thinking? Here? Well, you guys are a toy podcast, so like we could defer to toys, but we could also do guests. Do whatever. Call. We could do your, both. It's your podcast, man. <laughs> your podcast let's do toys okay let's do toys so what's it's your top three toys that you own or uh, how about holy grails that you don't have that you holy want that you don't have that you want i know this is tough uh, dave's putting me on the spot <laughs> no, no um, <laughs> I, i'll go first right okay yeah let's, let's, i can knock on three uh, so for me number one would be hasbro mint on card one two three kid dude I, that's was on my list yeah um that's that's gonna be number one for me number two I'm gonna go with. Well, oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna go with. It doesn't even matter if it's complete in box or not. I just wanted a Tonka wrestling buddy because my mother would never let me have one. Which one? You don't even care. Don't even who? care. I, I, if I was to pick one, it'd either be Jake the Snake or Road Warrior Animal. Just because okay. I, you know, we've had them at Astronomicon. Sure. Um, number three would have to be. Oh, I wanted a Haslab proton pack that they just released because I didn't get one. Oh, okay. and now they're like double the price, and I'm a silly man for not doing it. Right, all that stuff, man. Just back it at the start because if you don't, you're gonna end up paying double. I, I thought every about it. I was like, time. and then I was like, oh my Ghostbuster dudes, they'll someone will get an extra. Yeah, and nobody did because they all had issues. I was like, oh, but yeah. So just a proton pack, and that one's just to display on the wall, right? Like, mm-hmm. and really, they'd all just be displayed. I would wrestle the buddy now. In at age thirty six, rip them out just of that on, box. on principle alone. I would go to my mother's house. She I would rip up the couch cushions. What was the thinking behind? She wouldn't. Buy she didn't it. want Why? wrestling in the house. Like like uh, so. At that time, it had to be like the Hulk Hogan era. So my dad was like, "Hey, let's watch some wrestling. This is whatever." I had the thumb wrestlers. Yeah, I remember getting them, destroying the packaging. I had Big John Stud against Paul Orndorff. Oh, I still nice. have them yeah. to this day. Yeah, I had them and too. I've gone and gotten them all since. But like, she thought that. It would make me like a little more wild. Yeah. And like, I wasn't a crazy, like, little kid. It really peaked in the teenage years with the twisted stuff. Yeah. But um, no, she just didn't want wrestling in the house. So she would never get me one. Like, I had Alf. We would, I would wrestle Alf, not that one over there, but like yeah. the regular yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and just stuff like that. But yeah, so I never had a wrestling buddy. Always wanted one. And that's where we're at. I used to remember uh, the, cou- the old couch cushion, right? You know, where it's the corner guy. So it's kind of got the L shape. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect for body slamming. You know, it's like an arm. You know, you body oh, yeah. Slam. Yep. Like, they can post. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, mom, I'm tearing up the couch. You won't buy me a Hulk right. Hogan Maybe or a Macho would- King. <laughs> Drop an elbow. Macho on. King, that's right. It was yeah. a king. Yep. That's awesome. George, you got turn? any? Yeah. Well, you got I, got a, a co- I got complete collections that I would want again. 
Oh, okay. Because I had them as kids. I, I, I wouldn't say complete, but I had so many He-Man toys as a kid. Yeah. I had so many. I oddly had Clash of the Titans toys, even though I'm, yeah. it wasn't, it was a lot. Those had to be hand-me-downs, huh? Hand-me-downs. But I, I, they all got thrown away by my wonderful father, who I do love, love dearly. Um, <laughs> so I've, so I, the thinking was, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't living at home anymore. Repressed childhood trauma. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? George has daddy. I got to rebuy all this shit. Oh, stuff. 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 He's the one things. that did it? We get through the whole thing? And, and you know we went 50 minutes so, without so, swearing. So the, and the right. third one, the third one would be, and again, it's just because I like it. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I have okay. all the Mortal Kombat figures. Oh. Every one of You're them. You're talking G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe. Yes, the G.I. Joe yeah. styles. Yeah. I don't know where they're at now. Well, there's a few at the office that are pretty expensive. There is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I got the prototypes. Mortal- yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got prototypes? I found, yeah. Nice. Uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Ooh, when we yeah. go into something, go, we don't yeah. go half-hearted. <laughs> yeah. We go all in. So yeah. I don't have the complete collection anymore, but the prototypes make up for it. Are they wow, hand-painted? or No. 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 Right, I'll show you guys. I'll show cool. you. Yeah, yeah. Come back. That's cool. They're, they're off to grading right yeah. now. Cool. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's sweet. that's sweet. Well, that's great, guys. Again, we appreciate you. We'll be at Astronomicon. We're going to be looking around. We'll be in line for John Lovitz. Yes. Just get that get that curtain. That toy cast photo op with John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to happen. But yeah, Dave, want one last plug before we go? Plug it. Sure. March 3rd through the 5th, Livonia, Michigan, Burton Manor, Astronomicon, A-S-T-R-O, M O N I C O N astronomicon.com. Check it out. Get some travel plans together if you're out of state. If you're in driving distance, if you're in Indianapolis, if you're in Cleveland, if you're in Chicago, you, what else could you do that weekend? Right. It was Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Less than four hour trip. Make a, make a weekend trip to Livonia, Michigan, Metro Detroit. You're by the airport. Fly in from Florida. Fly in from California, wherever. Get to Livonia, Michigan, March 3rd through the 5th. We'd be happy to see you there. George and Mike be happy to see you there. I mean, what a lineup. What a crew of guests. Thank you. And guys. thank you guys thank for, you for, for coming us. out of the time last year's podcast. Yep. Thank you guys. You guys have to kick us out of the store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk around asking prices on everything. Let's do it. This? How much is this? <laughs> <laughs> and next week, one year anniversary show, guys. Yeah, that's true. So, again, thanks to George and Mike from Astronomicon. What a way to end year one, guys. But Man, next week year. is our one year anniversary podcast. So, Crazy. we're going to do a stroll down memory lane, talk about all the pods over the yeah, last year. Yeah, I think we should. Let's do it. Can't wait. 